Hello, Dangerlings. It's the Dungeon Master. Don't worry, I'm not going to keep you for long, but it's a whole new year, so I wanted to wish you all a big Happy New Year. And from all of us, just to say thank you for supporting the show over the last year. We've had an amazing 12 months. We've finished the slithering. We've begun this new mini story arc about saving Caragor, which we came up with on the fly basically i hope you're enjoying it we've certainly enjoyed making it we started laying the groundwork for the harrowing our next big storyline that we're going to be running and we've produced three brand new patreon shows playing kids on bikes playing DD theros and playing delta green as well and we've recorded a fourth patreon show playing a brand new game and i'm gonna let the guys tell you about that in just a minute we're gonna tell you about that in this episode so thank you to all of you who've listened to all of this stuff huge thank you if you've subscribed to the patreon over the years and you've given us a little bit of your money i know times are tough at the moment so we really really do appreciate that but it genuinely does help us make episodes for example this episode you are about to hear we almost weren't able to put an episode out Uh, we had a whole load of things fall down that was really getting in the way of um, production and basically we used some of our patreon money to pay for some childcare for drummond so that he could come to the recording because when you get into it you'll understand it was quite important that we had drummond with us for this one so that's what you do your money really helps us make the show and we love you for it so if you haven't heard any of those shows hey i'm gonna be cheeky you haven't heard any of those shows and uh, you want to check them out patreon.com slash danger club podcast you can hear some of the best work that we've done and uh, you'll help us out but if you can't just keep listening to the show go and tell a friend about it we want more people listening to the main podcast as well because we love our community we love you and we want more people right that's all from me uh, we haven't even cut csi moangi expanse from the beginning of this one because i'm really into that as well so after this csi moangi expanse then the main episode it's a, a massive one i'm not going to give away the surprise it's right at the start of the episode and then after that we're gonna have a brilliant year love you dangerlings have a good one here we go Previously on CSI, Moangi Expanse. So we're going to go next door uh, and get a, a portal. Yeah. In fact, we're already there. Where am I in exposition? Hello. Hello there, sir. Hello. Welcome to Portals R Us. My name's Jack. I this didn't is ask you. Well, I'm introducing myself anyway. All right. Okay. My name's Jack. This is Mac. We're part of hey. Mac and Jack's Attack Justice League. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, You heard of us? No. Not really. He uh, just... heard of us, Jack. Yeah, what the Man. hell? Jim, that son of a bitch, Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jim. Jim. Let's fire him, the yeah. piece of shit. All right. All right. Yeah, what can I do for you lads today, then? We're looking for a portal to go here. Uh, well, I've got big paws, small paws, some as big as your face, some as big as your arm. I just want one to get us to this place. We're looking after a... I mean, we're looking for a monkey killer. He's a killer and he's a monkey killer and i don't like monkey killers you ever killed a monkey before oh i've killed several people but never monkeys well that's fine the law says that that's fine <laughs> but if you kill a monkey you're gonna get down you're getting sent away you're gonna go downtown yeah. to the fucking down in the ground Oh, I very much know where downtown is uh, now uh if you want to go to this place on this map a finger points to a map then you can take this portal just here. Let me just punch in the coordinates on my wand. Okay. Is there going to be any sort of side effects? I don't like traveling 
uh no no side effects as such you might uh feel some slight nausea for uh uh well actually it's quite a lot of nausea um uh for the first 10 minutes that you arrive uh and you won't be able to do anything but be sick violently on your hands and your knees uh, matt jack if we gotta do this for justice I'm all in, baby. Yeah. I don't care how much I gotta throw up. If I throw up, just to save the justice of this monkey. And a future monkeys, then we'll do it. Oh, the monkeys. Are there any monkeys where we're going? Oh, um, well, not necessarily. You're going to the western... We're we're very, very east, I think, if I remember correctly, from what, uh, uh... overlord sort of um omnipresent person was explaining to us here in the moangi expanse but you're going very very west or maybe north i'm not really sure but um there's not really much jungle around there so you're not gonna find many um uh, monkeys around there even if there's one in danger we're gonna be there where there's where there's that monkey killer he'll find a way to kill a monkey He's got the appetite now. He's killed one monkey. His arrows are dripping with monkey blood. These 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 killers. They do it. They, they, he's a serial monkey killer. I'm sure of it. Okay, the portal's open. Is there anyone you need to contact before you leave? I mean, there's my wife, my children, my uh... Jack. Forget about them. Think about the monkey's children. What about your wife? Isn't she ill at the moment? Don't you need to be by her side? She's... She'll understand. She'll understand. Yeah, that's right, Jack. She'll understand. Yeah. Hold my hand, Mac. I'm already in the portal. Oh! Oh, get food again! I think the next one we should just spend throwing up for the entirety of it. (laughs) And just with a couple of bits of dialogue. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. We need to get Karagaba. I cannot not find him. You hear a tapping from the stone wall. Boar worms. Who Who are are you? Judy. Judy. Do you want to know the name of the clan that wiped out your house? Go ahead. Battlestone. Three, two, again. One, two. The wind away! The adventure continues now. We are rolling. It is a brand new calendar year. We don't know what terrors are ahead. We certainly know what terrors are with us right now. Dangerlings, the club is flying wounded right now. Colin is very sick. Drummond is very busy. Ross lost his beanie. James isn't even here. <laughs> but we had have to get back we had to get back together because something remarkable has happened. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Danger Club podcast featuring the returning Scott. Guys, yeah, my name's Scott. Yeah, yeah, what's up, everyone? Yeah, man, I've yeah, I've been, been away. I've been like, yeah, doing some crazy yeah, things. It's been, been great. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I'm fucking famous now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've got loads of images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Disney know about me. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> go on, go on, drum. I don't really have anything for that. You haven't got a voice for me? Are you kidding me? All I do when you're away from the music records is do your voice. Colin and Ross have got voices for me. Why haven't you got a voice for me, Ross? It's all right. right. I mean, well, because, you know, like, I, I don't know. You, I'm not, you're, you're not really on my radar, man. Oh! <laughs> Jesus. Outrageous. So glad I'll remember back. that yeah. next time you want free tickets to a show that oh. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, welcome back, man. How How has it been? There are so many stories to tell, I'm sure. How, how has it been? For the listeners, recap, where, where have you been for the last uh, several weeks? I was doing, um, I was doing, I was in a, I was in a show, I was in a live, big live immersive theatre show uh, uh, with Secret Cinema. Uh, they're a company in London that do um, uh, huge immersive worlds based around films. Uh, they famously started off with like Shawshank Redemption, uh, they did Back to the Future, and recently they've done Guardians of the Galaxy that I was in. Um, as a very uh, as a very loud uh, fight pit announcer and sort of event MC ravager, um, which I can now talk about to a certain extent. Uh, I don't actually think I can tell you the name of the character that I was doing. Still, the NDA is designed and 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 maintained by Disney, so there's certain things that I can't tell you. Still, even though some of you came to see the show, yeah, um, we know. Are we allowed to tell people because we know. I mean, I don't think that Disney can stop you talking about it. They can't, if, can if, they? I haven't signed anything. Scott wore a wonderful, amazing wig. That was oh, my was highlight. For, was for five minutes of the show. I didn't see him in a week. It, it did just... look good. The, the, the makeup department, when they put that on me, they cackled for two minutes straight. Um, <laughs> They put that wig on me and then they put my fake teeth in and they were like, you're like a horrible, horrible George Michael. Um, <laughs> that that was the... Ca- and do you know what? Not far off. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, it's uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, I, re- yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember your name. Your name was Boombox. I can't confirm or deny this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Isn't that weird that we can't. can say it? But you I know. just not you allowed to. It's really you can't weird, confirm nor deny, like you said. I don't know. I don't, don't know what you're talking about. It's a bit like it's a bit like sort of um, uh, industry. Uh, you know what do you call it when you speak together at the same time? They've like done a thing on you. Interrupting overlap. <laughs> the DCP. <laughs> no, you know, like um, when you say a word at the same time, and then someone goes, "Oh, Jiggy." Uh, Jinx, yeah, they've like jinxed right. me. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah would, If I'd remembered what that word was, that would have been better. That would have been, um, been great, yeah. It would have been great, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. They um, it also... Uh, Disney Disney Protocol uh, me, I think on their theme parks we were told all about this um, that you can say if you're playing one of the Disney characters and this includes Marvel this includes everybody um, you don't say you played that character you say you're a friend of that character. Oh, now, I love that. And nice. it only really goes for like the the big big IP characters. So I don't think it applies to my character. However, like uh, it still could. I don't really know. I didn't pay that much attention to it, but I do I do I do know that I I lost my voice entirely. Well, nearly lost my voice entirely for that entire bloody run. I tell you what, guys, when next time I whinge to you about vocal warm-ups, I bought myself a fucking nebulizer. Yeah. <laughs> people pe- people who know what about voice stuff will understand the depths that I was going to. 
shouting my fucking ass off and everybody everybody was in the danger <laughs> of losing their voice and stuff like that it was very immersive events show. Man, and they're so tough on your voice so so tough on your voice well yeah, because yeah. because you know like it, like when you do your like vocal warm-ups and stuff that's meant to be on a run of like you know doing shows in the west end so that's like a couple of hours a day may and then may, and then there's one day when maybe you do one in one in the afternoon and then one in the evening you know what i mean whereas immersive shows like it, it, they're, they're like you know you have to, you have to keep going for like four or five hours you know what i mean doing yeah, your thing and, yeah. and it's usually much rowdier you have to shout over people you know it's you have the, to yeah. like move people around like it's 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 there's like music, shouting over there's everything, sound man. effects there's all of that yeah. going on it, like it, big, it is all that crazy. it is all that and that's a big staple of as anyone who's been to immersive theater show which you guys have been in some and uh you know as audience and as uh, actors but um you'll know that shouting over the things is the thing um and it is it, this show was only two and a half hours but yeah it was shouting over stuff a much more seasoned uh secret cinema actor pointed out uh very very well to us one day uh backstage he was like um the thing about secret cinema shows is you have to ex- you have to tell people a secret like this only you can know this secret and i will show you the secret yeah. way listen closely i won't tell anybody else you have to know this discreet subtle message that will take you round the corner it's like it's that and that's it you see that's what you're doing um there was a lot of that there was a lot of that there's a lot of cool moments too um it was very tiring i lost a lot of weight uh, I was wearing a lot of leather and um, I did a voice that, yeah, I was like <laughs> trying voices and accents and I was like, well, I've got seven and the DCP have heard them all. So, uh, <laughs> so I need to do a different voice for this one. In fact, I'm still not sure if I have actually done it for this show, but um, just so you know, there's another backup character now that I'm pretty well versed in. I think there was an intro. This. There was an intro yeah. once where your voice was quite similar. <laughs> So like <laughs> the voice you did on that day, but it's like one intro, man. There were yeah, way back. Yeah, don't worry I, about I, it. I still yeah. think that's in the bank. It's still in the bank, mate. We recycle the same old shit for two hundred and fifty episodes, so don't worry about it. You yeah, know. Hey, I've been I've shit. been listening to the show. I know you guys haven't recycled anything. Uh, Fulton's now the voice of reason. Yeah. Um, apart, uh, uh, Bubba now is the weird, creepy maniac who fingers shards. Yep. Uh, although Fulton <laughs> did get naked in front of one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Return to form there. Yeah. Um, Shania is uh, completely violent and emotional. Oh no, wait, hang on. That's the same. Um, <laughs> well, she took a hiatus from that. You know, she was going to not kill people for a while. And, you know, James, like, James actually turns up to records now. Oh, no, no, wait. That is. James, if you're listening, no, he's not going to listen. He never listens. He's not going to listen. <laughs> well, the, the- the other good thing is that uh, now none of us have to worry about making intros for episodes uh, because uh, what happened was Colin and Ross got left alone in the studio for uh, for about an hour. And now we have so much CSI Mwangi <laughs> Expanse. CSI Mwangi Expanse, yeah, no, it's great. I've been I've been loving the return to form. Uh, I was a bit worried, you know, the new season, I was a bit worried that the protagonists sort of like felt like, the, I don't know what the writing team was doing on this season. Sure, but, um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I was backing, I was backing the two uh, so much because I'm so happy to see them back in the, in, the, in, the, in the seat, as it were. But I'm a bit like, oh, they start to question their own existence, you know, and, uh, and, and, then, and then finally they were like, let's just start our own investigation agency. I was like, yes, this is it the, a handcrafted team by Mac and Jack is it Mac and Jack Mac and Jack yeah 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 yeah, 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 right. yeah. a handcrafted team by Mac and Jack that's perfect that's the great that, 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 mid season two perhaps they start their own um, every fucking time Ross I never know when it's coming but 
<laughs> Every fucking time, like I could be anywhere, it drops me, and I'm like, I should know when it's coming now. These skits are only fucking forty seconds or something, but it every time gets me. When we were recording it, Ross was like, "Oh, can you just like, you know, put it in every time?" And I said, "No, do it every time. Just do, you have to do it." <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's good because because if you were editing it in. It would be consistent, but it would mean you would know when it was coming. And half of the fun of it is just Colleen having no idea when the sketch is going to end. Oh, sometimes <laughs> I lead Ross. it. Sometimes there's a few that, like, yeah. I have a nod to Ross. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Especially <laughs> <laughs> so after the last five one. Five minutes. Yeah, the last we one did. was crazy. We, we had like a, a, there was a three minute one at some point, which was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but there's one coming up. I'm very, I might be on this episode. I'm not sure which, uh, which episode what, what, be what episode this one I'm looking forward to. Oh, what episode did this start on? The Wang Wang it started after um, Caragor killed the monkey in the jungle. After Caragor, yeah, killed the monkey. Uh, yeah. yeah. So is that an episode? It was, it, was a, it was a silly skit that Ross and I did um, the next week. <laughs> and it's just turned into something. And yeah, season two is large. We've got like 10 or 11 episodes, I think. I think that was the last episode I listened to as well, so I haven't heard any of it. Hey, maybe <laughs> maybe it'll two. come out as a patron show, as an extra patron show well, where Mac we and Jack where actually a whole a whole campaign of just Mac and Jack. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe season two. It's it's obvious that you've got more funding, which is great. Uh, I just don't know if like the transition from network to network means that you lose a bit of the creativity. Like yeah. that's what I'm worried about. Do you know what I mean? Like there is something. It always happens with shows that get bigger budgets. You know. We've been bought by Westworld. Netflix and, you know, <laughs> they've pumped money into it. But where's speaking the heart? Of, where's the heart? I, Sorry. I know we should dive into it, but speaking of the Patreon, before we dive back into this week's episode, uh, Scott, do you want to tell us what's coming up next week on the Patreon, our brand new Patreon show? Yeah, our brand new Patreon show that we did out of choice um <laughs> the, uh, so there was a suggestion that floated around the discord and then a hiccup appeared in the in the scheduling so i decided to exploit that and run with a mad idea and that mad idea was a game called Mirkborg, um which is uh which is a heavy metal role-playing game uh, designed by swedish nihilists um so myself and three of these hapless souls that are gathered here uh stumble through an adventure uh great by the Stockholm cartel um uh yeah the, the, the game is described as like having a uh, a, he- a flail to the face um it's it's a it's an ultra hilariously dark over the top um uh evil game um of of metal and dungeon delving and sadness and nihilism uh so that comes out on the patreon for a little burst surprise you suggested it in the discord we made it happen there's audience interaction folks what else are you going to suggest in the Discord? <laughs> I I loved. I had so much fun playing it. I, I and I was really sick when we recorded. This is the weird thing. You can listen to this week's episode, uh, Dangerlings, and Colin sounds really sick. And then you'll get to the Patreon next week, and I will sound really sick. <laughs> I was sick last week. And they'd be like, "Oh my god, these unhealthy bastards! What is wrong with them?" Um, I had so much fun. playing It was it. really good. Yeah, basically. Sorry, just to interrupt about that. Yeah, my partner had covid last week and i isolated and completely missed it right i have managed to avoid covid and then i got the flu so here i am with the flu dangerlings thank thanks for being with us you're a very sickly group and you're all doing very well thank, thank you, you. Ross. thank you 
Yeah, Thank you, Ross. It's good to yeah, have you. Yeah, thanks, Scotty Ross. Scotty Ross. <laughs> yeah, it started already. Welcome back. Welcome. Yes. Good to have you back, Ross. <laughs> Ross was amazing oh, in thanks. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, well, thanks. John won't do my voice, and Dan called me Ross. <laughs> <laughs> it's all got to shit while you've been away. <laughs> Fucking oh look forward God. to the next episode of Danger Games on murdering your characters <laughs> in the sand. <laughs> Well, let's let's see if we can welcome you back. Let's see if we can get this party reunited. So, um, the first thing that happens um, as uh, Danger Club, Fulton, Janaya, Baba, are riding through. You burst out into the sunlight in Judy's meat pockets. Um, big fucking bird flies down and picks up Velda and goes, Velda, you must come with me for reasons, and flies off with him um, for an indeterminate amount of time. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> get that one out of the way. Uh, we're going to move away from the Danger Club for the moment um, as they gallop along in Judy's meat pockets. We are going to go instead a little way ahead of them to the World Breaker. Dangerlings, it's been a little while since we saw the World Breaker on screen, so let me let me remind you of what we're looking at here. We are looking at a towering mechanical being, a uh, hundred feet tall, made of uh, made of metal and armor plates. Um, it has, for one arm, a huge smoking cannon; for another, a big metal fist. At its heart is a glowing forge, uh, and its head is a horned helm that stands high above the, the, uh, the wasteland, staring out across the horizon. As it treads, it leads huge footprints on the ground. Some would say about the same size as those clearings that everyone was finding in the Moangi Expanse. As it strides, creaking and clanking across the wastelands of Nex, covering a, a great deal of ground. Uh, and as we fly towards it, we're going to go inside the World Breaker. Inside to the engine room. The engine room is uh, situated just above the great forge heart of the World Breaker. Uh, and it's full of pipes and steaming vents. Uh, it is unimaginably hot, unbearably so. And it is this hot because uh, at the heart of it, there is a great hatch uh, with a walkway going up to it that can be opened up um, and there is a huge pile of coal. This is where the furnace of the World Breaker is stoked. Uh, there is a very uncomfortable looking zombie owl bear, a huge big owl with rotting features that is just stinking to high heaven in the, in the heat, that is uh, walking back and forth between the, uh, the coal pile with a big shovel, shoveling coal carrying it across and then opening the hatch and dumping it down into the hatch. Uh, but the owlbear is not the subject of this week's episode. Imagine if it was. Owlbear adventure. Um, <laughs> owlbear the fifth musketeer. Um, we zoom across to, uh, to the side of the room. We're shackled to one of the hot pipes. It's something we have not seen in a long time. A long time. It is Karagor One Fang. Karagor, while training with the Matanji Orcs some days ago, a week or so ago, um, you were ambushed 
by the Worldbreaker and by a group of evil creatures, a group of evil um, villains, uh, who slew the orcs uh, and took you captive before you were able to, uh, just as you were able to hide the shard uh, down a well to get away from it. Uh, you managed to uh, get some measure of revenge later on at a little roadside tavern uh, where you shoved one of the familiars in a bag and left them as a little trail. Uh, but since then, they have kept you under a very close watch, chained up in the engine room of the Worldbreaker as they hear, as it stomps towards um, towards a fate you are not sure of. The, um, uh, the whole room just kind of lurches from side to side as this thing walks. Um, and you are beginning to lose track of how long you have been down here for. Um, and you are, you are roused by the iron door of the room clanging open. And three figures who you have seen of your captors stepping into the room um, to have a, a look at you. Stepping into the room, there is a skeleton with a fabulous hat and shorts. Um, there is a bear, a small bear, um, that looks pretty, pretty scruffy and covered in blood. Uh, and there is a hound, a pug covered in scars with a chain-linked mop as they step into the room. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to throw it over to, to you guys. Um, bad guys, you've, uh, you've been on the run for some time, uh, with the Worldbreaker keeping Caragor down here. Um, let me throw it open to you. What do you think you're, uh, what do you think the three of you have come down here to, uh, to see your prisoner about? Well, I mean, is it possible that we are aware that the club are trying to come and find him? I think you might have an idea that they were, uh, you've been, you've been taking, you have been taking steps to try and slow them down. You destroyed the mountain pass, um, after going through it so that they wouldn't be able to follow you through there. Uh, so you may, you may have sh- uh, shaken them off, you know, if they wanted to chase after you, they'd have had to have gone through some deep roads and had all sorts of wacky adventures uh, and overcome them to still be on your trail. So I don't know how likely that is right now. <laughs> well... I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I'm wondering if this guy is, um, you know, uh, just worth all the trouble that he's causing. He is definitely worth all the trouble. Look at him. His gleaming bald head. I mean, what is the plan for this man? What are we going to do with him? We're going to eat him. Oh, yes, I mean, of course. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I, but, uh, I, the only reason that I assumed that uh, we were bringing him back was because um, because the master would 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 approve, would want to see him. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. yes, the master but, would know, approve. Does he care whether he's alive or dead? I don't know. Um... Well, maybe I mean, we like, can like bite his legs off or eat his arms or something. I mean, I mean, I just, I just, I just have this really, really, really strong urge to <laughs> make holes in him. <laughs> I know, me too. But we must stop. We mustn't just yet. The the Look master will probably like him if he is whole. You know. Yes. And just again, for I have now. no intestines, so are so you, I need sure? to eat him myself. Yes, he have 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 some jerky. Okay, fine. Uh, are you, are you, we, are you, we're standing right next to? to you as we're saying this. 
I'm I know, uh, yeah. handing it to the. What was your name again, Drum? Stuffy. <laughs> that was it. Stu- uh, I handed it to Stuffy. Um, has Caragor got a thing over his mouth? Uh, no, Caragor is not currently gagged. So, Caragor, you are bound. You still have your armor. You don't have any of your uh, your weapons and your um, uh, and your bag. Um, you, that your weapons you shoved in your bag when you threw it in the well. So you don't have any of that. But you've, mm-hmm. you've still got your armor on. They didn't see a need to take that off you. Cool. Um, you thought you were a big shit, didn't you? Huh? Escaping and trying to fight us? Huh? Well, look at you now, huh? You're not so tough now. It starts prodding him. Huh? Huh? That's so tough now, are you? Huh? <laughs> uh, stuffy, stuffy takes the 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 the, um, the the food and puts it against the place where his mouth would be if he wasn't a teddy bear, and sort of his mouth his mouth goes up and down, but it just drops to the floor because <laughs> he doesn't need to eat. <laughs> and watches menacingly. Uh, I think Caragor's just like silently watching these three psychopaths. This has probably watched them before. <laughs> Um, knowing that he can't necessarily escape, just sort of watches, um, doesn't say much, just glowers silently with one eye from one eye patch, one eye patchless eye. Dan, <clears throat> Let me ask, um, oh, sorry. I was just going to quickly ask, does, does the evil team know about any of the shards? Uh, the evil team does. Uh, the evil team does not know about the shards. Okay, um, cool. I don't think you encountered any kind of mention of them at the moment. Okay. Now listen cool. here, uh, yeah. Mister Wan Fang. Uh, do you think that your uh, your friends are coming for you? Uh, Skelly sort of bends, crouches down, so his face is right next to his. Do you think your friends are coming for you? We have made it very difficult for them to find you. You will not get out of here. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes, you will be sacrificed to our master. Do you know what? There's something I just... I, I've got to know. I've got to know. He whips off the eye patch. It's just an ordinary eye. Oh. <laughs> uh, Poser! Hey, hey. Actually, actually, no. They're, they're only slightly different. They're largely the same. One slightly more human-looking and one slightly more orc-looking. But as most people who've been around the world quite a lot and met lots of different people will tell you, there's not crazy amounts of difference between an orc eye and a human eye anyway. So it's a subtle difference, really, that probably only Shania would appreciate. (laughs) Oh, that's disappointing. I was hoping to see your inside of your head, the inside of your head. Don't worry. I see you. <laughs> well, we see you as well. Yes, we see you very well. So, um, it's probably at some point. It's probably about time for the uh, the bad guys to uh, to return back to the bridge, having had some fun tormenting their prisoner. Uh, you can't leave Albert uh, and the leecher alone up there controlling it too long. Albert might steal it. Um, you're never totally. It's probably about time to. How do you had your fun right about now? Uh, I kick Caragor in the stomach. <laughs> um, okay. As they uh, as they go, I go. Which friends? The Danger Club. You know those those guys, the ones that I mean, you weren't that. The one that the ones that are the thorn in the side of the master, you know, yes. you're one of the thorns, and, and that those little, guys, and that little prick, uh, that little prick Velda. Oh, how I hate Velda! 
and I wish for him to suffer at my hands. I will rip his intestines out and watch him bleed out, and I will eat his insides from the outside. Yeah, we're gonna do all of this. All I of don't these really things. care about these people, but I would like to kill them because I like to kill, and that is everything I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Killing. Caragor just doesn't say anything, guys. I just, it's just I didn't know which which group of friends you'd mean because um, you've uh, you've wandered about in the most obvious objects that anyone could see for miles around, leaving the most trackable things that anyone, even a fool, would be able to track you. If you've made any friends taking this, any enemies taking this, besides the ones that you allegedly attribute to me, the whole world's going to be looking for you. So you're s- I don't know if you can fight the yes, entire world. Yes, so you're saying and you have more than one group of friends, is that what you're saying? Uh, Caragor doesn't say anything. Oh, look at me, I have lots of friends, I have loads, loads oh, of friends. Oh, look at me, I've got oh, loads of friends. friends. Oh, friends. So many oh, friends. Oh, i got so many friends. <laughs> oh, my friends, no my care. friends. <laughs> oh, oh, bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, from one bunch of dicks to another. As, we, uh, as the bad guys walk out laughing, we're going to cut away to a little uh, somewhere else in the wastelands where we hear the sound of sweaty palms pounding away on the ground and we see the great sight of Judy Clench, the flesh warped huge body um, hammering along the road as she gallops on her forearms um, trying to um, uh, make it along with the danger club tucked away in her fleshy pockets um, you have made it out of the caves and out into the sunlight and you've been racing now now you're out in the uh, out in the, the wasteland out in the, the open ground it is easier to track the world breaker it is easier to find its great footprints um, and you think that you are have been on the trail of it and have been have been running for a while when you see some smoke rising in the distance and as you get closer you see a uh, a trade caravan that has been absolutely devastated it's been um smashed to pieces by um um by something you see wreck wrecked um wagons around you can see dead camels uh, you can see lots of bodies lying around as you approach oh my god it's devastation of the highest form what happened to all these camels for a minute there, I thought you would introduce another NPC to the podcast called David Station. And I was like, who? Where did I miss in Dan's notes where David turns up in the fucking podcast? Uh, uh, is there anyone around that's alive? Uh, so you pull up and you start having having a, uh, a little search around. Um, how about... Is um, anyone alive Fulton out there? <laughs> yeah. uh, Shania goes and, like, you know, sort of checks for signs of life amongst the bodies. You um, you start searching around, and suddenly you hear a noise come from over by one of the wagons. Um, and as you walk over, you see a um, um, you see what looks like a purplish blue mechanical being. Um, it has been smashed to pieces. You can only see kind of it's only got like the torso, one arm, and its head left. The head has just a single purple crystal for an eye. A bit like Shockwave, if you remember that from the old Transformers. Um, <laughs> and it has a uh, it has a load of crystalline um, bits on it. It has one robotic hand. 
uh, you can see other bits of it lying around. The arm is kind of moving up and down in vain as it tries to kind of pick itself up and then just falls back down. Shania dashes over and, um, and attempts to help it. Uh, v- what do you need? What manner of being are you? Uh, I am a trader. I am... I am a mechanical being, an automaton. Um, would would um, Shania's uh, like knowledge of medicine be any use to her to try and help this being? Give um, you are not even sure what it's kind. Of looking at it is like it's got limbs, but it doesn't have organs. Because mechanicals, you'd need a mechanic rather than a doctor is, yeah. to help this. Okay, um, who's uh, also? Who's Otto Tomiton? That was my uncle. Oh. <laughs> what? You got an uncle? Uh, yes. What's oh, your oh. name? My name. Fuck it. My <laughs> name comes from Chris Marsh. <laughs> my name is Rexonar, the blue high scribe of the Golden Halls, conjurer of the mystic spirits, wielder of the sanctified blade, master of oak arcane knowledge and notary available for birthdays and parties. So, okay, what sword uh, do you wield? So what should we call you? <laughs> uh, you can call me Rexnor. Rexnor's good, yeah, because that's quite a long name, to be fair. It's Don't call me Rex, though. I get yeah. really self-conscious about that. How do but we why? fix you? Because I'm you a- are, what, uh, you think that people think you are a dog? or a It's just overly familiar. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can. I'm. I'm good at engineering. Do you want me to see if I can put your wires back into your places? I don't. I think that it is too late for that. Okay. So my life just... force is running low. Okay. Who what did happened this? here? Can you tell oh, us? Who did this? Gone so hard to try and like give the automatons a bit of a human feel and give them some kind of a soul. And I'm still doing a robot yeah, voice right. for it. Just <laughs> yeah. it's a, can never escape the trope. Um, sorry, what was your question? I was just thinking about my existence. Oh, gosh, sorry. I didn't mean to distract you from your... Uh, what happened? There was a great mechanical man. But, you know, not like me, like a different kind of mechanical like a big dude like uh, like, uh, like like something that could break the world like so yes exactly if i was to name it i would say it was exactly something like that how, how long ago earlier today it uh, it came here it uh, they attacked us there were there was a skeleton a bear and a dog they they attacked the caravan took people prisoner they demanded to find if there was a a powerful wizard and when we said no they began killing everyone even the camels especially the camels (laughs) oh hell I'm waiting for camel CSI now do you know what I mean like that's gonna (laughs) is there there something that we can do for you in your final moments as that would help you with your peace yes I have a sister in Absalom yeah, and What's we can name? bring a message or tell her I'm still not over it. Oh, I see. Wait, no. What's her name? Yeah, How will we ever find? 
That's not going to happen, is it? We're not Sorry, I was no, I was peeing. That's how oh, we right. pee. Uh, <laughs> that's a weird pee in town, but I'm, like you know, no shame. Dead. One of my vents is blocked. <laughs> What's her name? What's her name? Hey, you're you're an engineer. Could you just get in there and just see if you can unblock? Uh, no, I'm not qualified. Unblock my pee hole door. <laughs> we're, we're trying to make him more comfortable in his final moment. Oh, Come fine. on, Fulton. Fine. Unplug I, his part. I, I use my engineering skill to... Uh, yeah, go on, Ross. Find on your sheet where it says unblock pee hole. Go yeah. ahead. Although I don't have engineering, what is it in... <laughs> <laughs> is it crap? Yeah, crap. You can use your blacksmith. Yeah, I use my blacksmithing. Uh, that is a fourteen uh, to so unblock his up his crotch and bang it. Ross <laughs> <laughs> just sure. gets a hammer out and just. <laughs> oh God! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, is that oh, working? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm a bit so happy. Uh, this is. <laughs> I hope you're happy now. Sometimes we have to be uncomfortable to help a dying person be comfortable. He looks really happy. That's what we've learned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel suddenly very peaceful. Well, oh, oh. then I am glad. Please, <gasps> what is the name of your sister? My sister's name is 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 Rex Knee. Rex Knee and Rex Knee. Yeah. Right. Re- Does she Our have any other? Really unimaginative. I Does she see. have any features Does she that we would? Anything like, or like, does she? Do we? Like you have yeah, she's kind of short for an automaton, so she's shorter than me. Okay, that's oh, quite I, hard to. I, I appreciate that I don't have legs yeah, right now, so it's quite hard to visualize. <laughs> and you're still, very, not, very you're still not over it. You're still not. If you over imagine it? me with legs, then it's like that, but shorter. And shorter. So, okay. Did you say you're not over it? Is that the message? Yes, not over it. I don't I, forgive her. Do you, oh, you don't. Oh, you don't forgive. No, I'm worried. Oh. That, I'm worried that she'll think if I'm dead that somehow our, the family history is buried and that I forgive her. And I want her to know that I, I don't. You oh, really got oh, some life force oh, in you. Okay. Right? Like to, This has been like 10 minutes as well. I know. I've really, I've really started. You know what? I'm thinking <laughs> I might just pull through. And his head just falls back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Ottoman. Uh, Bubba closes Rex Nor eyes. He just like goes over and... Pulls these taps him on the stairs. Yeah, just like ching. they don't. You get Fulton's hammer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, does he have Smack eyes? Because <laughs> like, like, what's his name from Transformers? Didn't have eyes, did he? Has like he got, got eyes, a, Dan? Like head. <laughs> He's got. A, he had a. He had a crystal in his face. Yeah, oh, a crystal okay. in his face. Exactly. All right, Bubba yeah. smashes the crystal. <laughs> 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 we're, yeah, we're, it's like Optimus Prime. He turns. He just goes black. That's how you know. Right, he's right, dead. Yeah. We we attribute this real world sensibility to robots, but no one's questioning the fact that it doesn't eat, dr- eat or drink. So why did it need to pee in the uh, first yeah. place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? That's, a- <laughs> That's just um, the way of things. It's just the way of things. All things must pee. It's like a weird psychological exactly. Game of Thrones. All men must pee. <laughs> must pee. some nuts and bolts, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, men okay, well, should we do a little perception check to see if we can find anything of use that we could probably take from here? Yeah. yeah you, you search... You search around. Uh, give me some perception checks. Um, those of you who have dice. Tw- don't worry. 24. 30. That's good. 31, actually. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, you search the thing, you find... Um, you don't find very much. It looks like the place has been picked clean. Whoever, kill, whoever killed these people went through and, uh, and took a lot of their, and took all of their stuff. Uh, you've, you've got a lot of dead camels, but you suspect that uh, you won't be able to fit them very easily in the bag of holding. Um, so you... Uh, yep, so we yep. should move on quickly because we are we are gaining now. We are getting closer. So I think we should go. Judy! Judy! Judy yes! I, yes, Judy's I, here! I, I just like to take this opportunity to say, you are incredible. What? How do you run so... I mean, because you are very... I mean, you. how do you... Judy runs so fast. fast. Yeah, yes. I know. And you don't seem to get you know, super tired or anything, but, you know, you're carrying all of us and all of you, which Ju is... I know. Judy's, Judy's been in a cage for so long. All Judy wants to do is run. It was almost like we thought we would have to, like, you know, fight loads of people to get out of there, but it was actually relatively easy to break out and just get into your pockets and run away and be out of the mountain and the other side. They wouldn't. They didn't stand in the way of Judy at all. No. It's like they were disgusted by Judy's presence. Aye. Well, I, I am impressed by your presence, and I cannot wait to be back in your folds. And she dives in. <laughs> Judy, we like need baby we need to catch up with this autom automaton ma thing. We'll climb back in Judy's pockets. Judy will carry you. All right. He climbs in. <laughs> you, you climb back in. Judy away. <laughs> Judy starts galloping on. Following the trail, presumably, Following that's the trail. reasonably obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> Back the way you've come. <laughs> yeah. Back to the trail. <laughs> just as Scott gets a new drop alert on his phone just while we're doing this, and Judy just decides to do yeah, another right. lap. <laughs> another um, so meanwhile, some time has passed in the engine room. Um, you are always assigned a guard, Caragor, while you're down here. Uh, even though you're shackled to one of the pipes. Um, this time, it is the leecher. A horrible rat-like creature with long fangs sticking out from the, over the top of its muzzle. Um, it, has been standing, it has been standing around keeping an eye on you. Um, when, uh, when there is a banging on the, uh, the door, the leecher hefts the door open and there is an enormous bat flapping its wings and flapping there. The bat says... Leecher, I am Jean-Claude Fangdamned. You must come with me. The bat people need your help. Um, the bat picks him up and flies out of the room. With <laughs> Leaving you in the room alone with just you and the owlbear, which uh, continues its, uh, its coal shoveling. Um, it's the first time you've been left alone with it. The owlbear's coal shoveling. Yeah, oh, that's fucking cruel. It's, it's, it's using its wings. <laughs> you, no, it has got wings. It's an owl bear. Oh, so uh, it's got arms, has it? Yeah, yeah. it's got arms. <laughs> Sorry, Trump. I realised that an owl and a bear—that would make complete sense to you for it to have wings. Just the idea of the classic DD monster also having wings is terrifying. It's already <laughs> fucking scary enough. That fucking thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. Ah, funny. Um. 
uh, well, uh, Caragor thinks to himself, well, that was completely batty, um, and uh, looks around uh, immediately. I assume by now, having been in the engine room for a long time, Caragor's well used to his shackles, how much they weigh, where exactly the lock mechanism on it, even though he hasn't got the key, um, what, uh, and the pipes that are attached to the walls, probably how much pressure it would take in order to heave them off. Um, but he's probably also yeah. aware that even if he did do that, he'd have to fight the fucking owlbear with no weapons. So, um, unless I could use my shackles to choke it to death while riding it. Um, <laughs> and it's quite noisy in the engine room, I presume, because it's an engine room. So It is very noisy down here, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Um, so so you, you reckon as you kind of give a tug to the pipes, you feel the pipe, pipe give a little bit. You feel that there is some movement in this pipe. It's not... It's, it's not huge solid thing yeah um, oh I can you feel I've seen the owlbear I probably know it's undead right you do know it's undead ah, so I can't yeah, fucking choke it then can I it doesn't fucking breathe mm. uh, um, push it into the fire might be reasonably easy to take its head off or like cave its head Sweeney in Sweeney Todd it push it into the push fire it in, push it into the fire yeah uh, yeah that's quite a good shout it's fucking enormous though isn't it owlbears are b- larger than medium aren't they uh, they are uh, they are pretty big. Oh, for uh, fuck's sake! But you're Caragor One Fang. Don't Never do this. Yeah, I've lost. Re- no, I've, I've recently, very recently, lost fight to beast. And then <laughs> when I went to train to get better at fighting beasts, <laughs> I got captured. <laughs> but by a teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> so the confidence isn't at an all-time high right now. Um, <laughs> determination, fine. Confidence, not necessarily. Um, so, uh, stealthing away, though, would probably be easier. Um, the owlbear isn't looking at me, is it? No, the owlbear is, is busy with its task. Um, it carries on shoveling the coal. Do you know what? If it was the leecher, I'd fucking risk Caragor dying just to push him into the fire. But if <laughs> it's a zombie, it's not really... Nah, it's not really one of the... It's just a, an undead... Ironically, an undead automaton. So I might just try and pull the pipe off the wall gently in amongst... Every time there's a... Just Caragor goes... Uh, do you know what I mean? Nice. Okay. I like that. Give me an athletics check. Okay. See how good you are at pulling. You sort of wait until there's a step. The whole building, whole room lurches. 25. A 25. You clang against it uh, and you feel the pipe give a little bit. The owlbear carries on walking. The owlbear does not, does not look up from its job. Um, goes back and forward with the noise. Um, you're going to need another athletics check as it starts, as it takes another step. There's another great clang. The room moves again. Uh, that's a, a 32. A 32. The pipe gives yeah. and you feel it break and you feel a blast of hot steam against the back of you um, as you kind of... Uh, as the steam is released from the pipe. Uh, fortunately, it's a little higher up. If you were caught directly in that steam, you reckon it could do some damage. Yeah, yeah. Caragor's like, how, do, how long has he been in this engine room? So he's been here for... Uh, it's been probably about a week he's been down here. Probably got a, good, got a good idea. good idea around it. <sighs> in his head, Caragor's like, left me in the engine room. I kind of owe it to people around the world to try and stop the fucking thing, don't I? I could either get away with my life... Or I could risk my life trying to stop this fucking engine of doom. <sighs> Shit. 
Do, it's, is there, like, the furnace? Uh, there isn't a source of water or anything, or I could just no. pull some more pipes out. I'd have to do something about the owlbear at some point. Um, yeah, the, the owlbear still hasn't noticed that you're loose um, from the noise. It's kind of It kind of looks over once or twice, but you're, you haven't really moved from where you are, and it, that's enough for it to kind of figure that you're probably staying put at the moment. Okay, how big's the room? Uh, so the room is about the room is about 50 feet across it's a big room and then right at the centre of it is this kind of walkway that stretches out to where there's a hatch the hatch opens into the every time the hatch opens the room is just filled with unbearable heat uh, the owlbear shovels coal in and then the hatch closes again oh, putting, putting the owlbear in the furnace would be a bit like putting something in a bag though wouldn't it <laughs> <sighs> fuck Put the owlbear in the furnace and then, and then fucking, fuck it. Um, how how loose am, is Caragor right now? Caragor uh, is Caragor looks. Uh, he's you've got your uh, you've got the manacles free, so you're still manacled. Yeah, but you've got them. Uh, you've now got the manacles off the pipe. You can move around. I would like to hunt prey and be stealthy. Okay, you hunt prey on the. Uh, I'm praying on it. You can give me a nature check if you want to see if you get a bonus against this owlbear. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, 19 on the die, which would make that a um, 27. A 20, 27 uh, against the owlbear is a critical success. Oh, cool. You've got a plus one to your attacks against this owlbear. <sighs> okay, okay. So is it doing any shoveling? Uh, yeah, it is just uh, it is moving backwards and forwards, um, shoveling. Um, I can tell you. I'll tell you a bit about it. It's got, um, it is, uh, it's permanently slowed one as a zombie, so it only gets two actions around. There's something you know about zombie owlbears. Um, see that it's moving very slowly. Okay. Um, do I know how high up I am? How high up off the ground I am? You think you're quite high up. You've not seen outside but, um, yeah, you're not really sure. Is there any windows or hatches or vents? No, not in this room. So I have to get out of the room in order to get out. Um, I'm gonna... Uh, is there any, like, piping or poles or, like, shovels or anything like that that are good pokey, pushy things? There's a spare... Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, there's a lot of sort of metal piping and things. You might better pull another bit of pipe off. There is another shovel tucked into the uh, amongst the coal uh, for when there looks like this. It's not designed to run on purely solo owlbear power. No, yeah. There is another shovel there. Okay, great, cool. That's perfect. Because if it's, if the owlbear stops shoveling, then eventually the thing will slow down. Um, all right, I'm gonna wait until an opportune moment. Creep up behind it. Uh, pause till it's li- until it's flinging coal in so it's off balance it's, it's centre of gravity has moved forward towards the furnace and then I'm gonna sneak attack it and push it into the furnace incredible give me a stealth check to retrieve the shovel while the owlbear patrols 21 21 oh you very quietly creep along the side of the wall and just draw the shovel out of the of the coal um, and then kind of, I guess, kind of go back and just sit by where you were chained for a moment while the, while the owlbear does another lap, goes back, picks up some more coal, 
it looked at you but doesn't react doesn't notice the shovel and it keeps on walking it walks up to the edge of the uh, up to the edge of the thing kind of presses a thing with its foot the hatch opens give me another stealth check to creep up behind uh, oh fuck it uh, uh. <laughs> come on come on <clears throat> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. The owlbear doesn't hear you as you creep up behind it, shovel in hand. Um, the owlbear kind of... The hatch opens, the owlbear bends forward and tips coal down the hatch and then just pauses for a minute and goes... And I go, Get the fucking bug! And I just <laughs> shove it. Shove it as hard as I can, shoulder barge it just as it's leaned over. Athletics check. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 27. 27 beats its reflex DC and is a crit. Yeah. You put your back into it. You slam your shoulder in and foot into the back of the owlbear. The owlbear goes, ooh, 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 and just tumbles forwards through the hatch. And you see it just plunge down into this impossibly vast flaming pit below. Um, you stare at it, sweat pouring down from the heat. You watch it go. Caragor just looks at it, and then as it falls down into the burning furnace, just gives one th- thumbs up um, as it <laughs> falls, uh, and then goes, yeah, you haven't got any fucking wings, have you? Um, and then <laughs> takes his foot off the hatch, and then the hatch just shuts. Slam shut. You are now alone in the engine. Imagine you'd failed that, and then like you came back for half an episode. And then just Died. the Albert <laughs> chucked you in the furnace, and that was it. That was the end of Caribou. <laughs> yeah. That could have been so different. Um, uh, uh, Caragor wants to is there like because he's had ages to watch this fucking thing and how it works is there mm. pulleys or switches or pipes that lead into things that he knows are connected to important things no you think that this room is like this room is the stoke this room is where the um, is where it's fueled from but you think it's controlled somewhere else the uh, the, the, the bad guys themselves other than for watching you are never down here okay um, you think they're controlling it from somewhere else? Well, um, uh, I'm gonna try and sabotage it to make sure it runs out of power, or the, the furnace cools, or uh, or something. So, I put, okay. having seen it, I might be able to know if the, either fuel isn't put in it, it will stop and slow down. There is a certain cooling time for the furnace, um, or if it pumps pipes up to some kind of engine to, to power some kind of steam thing. Then, if those are removed uh, or punctured or whatever, then they might be able to slow it down and stop it give me a I'm sorry to say it's going to be an arcana check oh, to know how to how this thing works mm, 19 19 okay the best you can do is just kind of go around and just rip a bunch more pipes out of the wall and just fuck shit up okay. uh, that- you just smash a bunch as much stuff you do as much damage um, you do as much damage as you can uh, Caragor goes around doing that like like just ba- basically trying to sabotage it um, and just goes around being like fucking big metal thing bad things inside it it's a fucking vending machine isn't it it's a fucking vending machine <laughs> fuck smashing it up tearing bits out fucking always knew it I knew it all my guys well, let's go see a vending machine this is a fucking vending machine I've been inside one it's full of evil fuck this fuck that fucking sh- um yeah and then uh, with as much done with reasonable don't know how long the bad guy's gonna come back uh, get out I guess okay. with with a pipe 
as a weapon. You grab, you grab a pipe, still manacled. You make your way out of the, uh, um, you make your way out of the room. You see, there's a metal staircase um, going up. Uh, you kind of go up, a, you go up a couple of flights, and as you're going up, you hear the sound of several people coming down the stairs in your direction. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, can I use stealth? Because I was stealthing. Actually, it doesn't matter. Never mind. Um, 23. 23. Okay, you look around. Um, you can see that the um, you can see that there is an, there seems to be a hatch on the wall next to you. Um, that you reckon with a bit of strength you might be able to get open. Okay. Oh God. Is that like the the what is it? The dumb waiter? Am I getting being served <laughs> up to the cafetiere? <laughs> Uh, it's, oh, do you want me to roll an athletics check to pull it open? Give me an athletics check okay, to try and wrench it open. That's what the, the figures downstairs start getting quiet, start getting loud. 29. Um, 29. You heft it open. Um, you can hear you can hear the sounds now of some of your of, of Skelly, uh, Stuffy, and Basco as they're coming down the stairs. Um, very quickly, what are they talking about? The other three of you. Uh, so we're gonna barbecue them. And then after we barbecue him, we can then tear it out amongst you. I I I I, I tip the uh, the legs because they look very muscular. I like it. I like it raw. I like it raw. Oh baby, you okay, like it well, raw? Yes, I know. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I, I, I do not eat. Uh, I I don't need to eat. So I do. I you know I, I'm just happy. I mean, I don't need. I don't need to eat. I don't need to eat. But sometimes it's nice to eat, though, isn't it? No, don't you, you think? F- hmm? Do you think the master will like what we've given him this present? Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. We should probably wait uh-huh. for him definitely, to see yes. this one fangs before we uh, chop him up and eat him. Well, we could we should show him it. Um, you know, once we've digested it, that could be good. Of uh, Karagor, you wrench the hatch open and you're hit with a blast of suddenly much cooler air uh, as you uh, open out on t- as the hatch opens out onto the open sky uh, to the open uh, world outside uh, you look down and uh, your stomach sinks slightly as you see that uh, you are about 50 feet off the ground you're about halfway up this thing this hatch has just opened out on the side of the uh, the figure uh, and it is just as you can see it's huge feet below just stomping over the landscape as it walks I think as Caragor looks down uh, in inside the metal hatch I think he looks up at an invisible camera and goes Come to Mwangi Expanse, they said. We'll get together, have a few drinks, they said. He'll have a nice time, they said. Uh, and then looks down again. Um, what's the plan? Whoever it is that's getting closer, there's not enough room. In, like They will see the open hatch when they get to this point of the, um, this point of the stairs. So uh, am, I, am I looking down onto open ground? You're looking down kind of... So if you imagine you've kind of come out around the hip of the uh, of this uh, creature. Right. Uh, so you can see its big legs just striding away along um, either side of you. You've got about 50 feet down to the uh, the dust and uh, gravel below. My catfall is pretty good, but not quite that good. So I'm going to need to climb down a little bit. Do a Prince of Persia, okay. you know, along his leg. Just scraping along his leg. With a With pipe? A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, if be if fine, I had yeah. Wolverine adamantium claws that would actually <laughs> cut through the metal and would, would slow my descent. Oh, remind <laughs> me to look for that in the, in, in the rule book, by the way. Wolverine adamantium claws. Um, the, then, then I would, but this is just a pipe. It'll just bounce off and I'll die. <laughs> Imagine this whole pipe bit. Imagine this whole bit. And then he dies, just tro- gets trod on. In it. Like Monty yeah. Python. <laughs> 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 All right. 
Give me a very important athletics check oh, to try and climb down the uh, the thing's leg while shackled. Um. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. You kind of haul yourself out into the sky and just start climbing down the side of this thing as it shakes and crashes. And every time it takes a footstep, the whole thing shudders uh, and you nearly lose your footing. Um, and the fact that your wrists are shackled together at the same time as you're trying to do it. Um, you get about as far as the knee and then it takes a particularly wide step. The whole thing seems to lurch and you're just flung off the side of it and fall about 25 feet down to the ground. Um, you roll through the lot of it but hit the ground hard and you definitely feel a rib crack as you, um, as you land on the stone. You kind of lie there for a minute just gasping trying to get your breath. Um, as the thing stomps and keeps moving away from you. I think as it, as it flings me away, I, I think as, as Caragol fucks up that last final bit and just gets flung through the air. Um, uh, I've got catfall 25 feet, by the way, so I don't know what point okay. I was kicked off. Uh, I might not have That's broken fine. a rib. About, about 25 feet. So, yeah, you're, you're okay. You land safely from Okay, it. Yeah. all right. It hurts, but you yeah, land safely. No one saw that. That was, that was important. <laughs> well, but what about <clears throat> the guys inside? Because surely at some point we'll have gotten down and seen that open hatch. Uh, yeah, you, we don't know. We've kind of come away from them at the moment. Maybe they've seen it. Maybe they've, uh, you know. Yeah, whose um, side are you on, Trump? <laughs> I'm on <laughs> whichever side I'm playing at that moment. <laughs> I'm competitive. Mm. I've got three minutes left to kill Scott's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About me. I really wanted to. Uh, so, Carago, you pick yourself up and kind of leaning on the rock, kind of watch as the uh, as the curse breaker moves over, and you see in the distance uh, what it is heading for. It's heading for a large Nexian city. It's not Quantium. It's not the one you went to before, but you can see the kind of the spiraling minarets and um, onion domes that mark it out as a Nexian city. And the world breaker is making a beeline straight for that city. Mm. Um, you're also still quite hurt from... You haven't never really been properly healed from your original fight. Oh, okay. You haven't really eaten or drunk properly mm. in a week. Um, you are not feeling great right now. <sighs> you... Oh, fucking hell. Oh, oh, there we go. Caragol one fang out in the wilds by himself. Fucking <laughs> manacles on. Fucking... Oh, God, pro- shit. Fucking hell. Um... Well, uh, I guess it was a choice of either get my manacles off in the engine room or put the zombie in a bag. Uh, so here he is, clink, clink, wrist bound. So you, uh, what do you want to do? Where's, uh, where's Carol Good going to head? You've got out of the thing. Um, uh, what kind of, what kind of land is this? What kind of grounds? What kind of terrain? So we're in a, we're in the way, back in the wastelands of Nex now. So you're looking at kind of just just bare ground like very kind of rocky like you're in low low hills kind of thing it's a lot of scree and gravel and um and just big chunks of rock uh, you can very clearly see the um you can very clearly see the path that the wallbreaker has taken because you've got it's got its footprints and you have a tracker's eye and so will not need the absurd number of natural 20s that Fulton rolled to be able to track you <laughs> um on this way so you're um you can sort of see which way it's come from, and you can see which way it's heading um, yourself. Uh, I guess I'll head back that way, but not along the foot 
prints because that would have scared away any fauna and flora <clears throat> oh, and destroyed any flora and scared away any fauna and Caragorn needs to eat and drink so he goes like adjacent to them but along like any vegetation that's still there in the hopes of either spotting some clean water or some uh, or uh, some game that he okay. some stupid game because he hasn't got any weapons <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> something you could strangle with yeah um Caragor, you make your way back along. Give me a survival check to see uh, how well you travel through. Oh, it's a natural 20! Yay! Nice. So you manage to keep... um, You manage to find a small small pool of stagnant water and gulp some of it down. uh, But you don't find any food out here in the the wasteland. You kind of stagger for for hours. feeling your wounds really starting to um to build back on you really starting to feel the effect of it now um as you make your way back over the the sun beating down on you and it finally starts to get too much you just lose your footing and fall to the floor for a moment um as you're lying there you you see a vision of someone uh, you see almost a hallucination of someone ahead of you in this moment of desperation who does caragor see ahead of him are you asking me? I'm asking you. MZ. <laughs> He's MZ. Oh. Standing there. Colin, what does MZ say to uh, to uh, Caragor in his moment of need? Even your character. Nothing like that. One fact. Nice to finally see you. MZ, MZ, you're, you're right about Frey, I'm sorry. I misread the entire situation, I'm sorry, mate. And it's sort of ended me up here. Forget it. It wasn't about being right. It was about being together. And as he says, together, he starts to shimmer and disappear. And riding through him is a huge <laughs> cent- uh, centaur of meat. Uh, galloping along as this great flesh warp creature bears down on you and spilling from its pocket through its meaty folds is a dwarf, a tengu, uh, an ape and a very welcome to see dark elf as they all come pouring out. The three of you see Caragor lying in the dirt uh, ahead of you just on the floor. What are you doing? Uh, well, Shania scrambles over to him and wraps him up in a big hug using all of her healing magic at the same time. Be the warmest, loveliest hug you've ever had. I think just a second prior to that, as Caragor see the the image of MZ burst through with the horrible flesh monster that comes stomping through, Caragor sighs, goes to get his bow and arrow out, realises it's not there, sighs again, picks himself up to his feet and just with his fists manacled, just puts his fists up like, like, like Captain America in Endgame, just like, all right, all right, here we go, come on. Um, and, then, and then when he sees everyone come out of it, he like, fucking like collapses, drops back to his knees and then just like collapses on onto, onto his front. Until Shania picks him up. Shania, you pick up Karagor, um, and the tiredness just overwhelms you at this point, Karagor, as you're aware of just how much you've been through um, as uh, Shania picks you up. Shania, do you want to say anything to your boo now you've uh, you've got him? I've got you. Go ahead, Karagor. I think just uh, Karagor's just uh, raving in a fever dream state and just saying the thing that MZ said to him, just says, together, t- together. And that is where we leave it for tonight. Caragor is 
is back. Thanks, guys. We oh, nice. It is good to have you back. What what will happen with the world breaker? What will happen to that poor city? I guess we'll find out next week. Next week. And join us next week on the Patreon for a brand new Patreon hey, show. Yep. It is absolutely bonkers. You're going to enjoy it. Really, really are. Happy New Year, Danger. Happy Lopez. New Let's Year. Happy New Year. We'll see Bye. you next time. I waved. Libby Abner is our Dangerling of the Week. Thank you, Libby. If you would like your name on the end of the show, then head on down to Danger Club Podcast and subscribe on our Patreon, please. Thank you. Bye.